Praise the Lord. I welcome you to the last episode of this teaching series, You Have Dominion Over Sicknesses and Diseases. Over the past 24 hours, I've received two phone calls to pray for people in ICU. Both of them have the, the so-called new variant of the coronavirus. And both of them have something in common. Satan was lying to both of them that their time is up, that they're going to die. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That is the spirit of death lying to people around the world. This is why you have to build your faith for divine healing. You have to build your faith to walk in victory and dominion over sicknesses and diseases. Do not wait for the day of battle. Do not wait for the day of battle. Life is a battlefield. Life is a battlefield. We are in a battlefield. Satan is not playing games in this time that we are living in. The spirit of death is having a field day around the nations of the earth. People are dying every day. People are getting sick. The spirit of fear is at work. That's why we need to build our faith in the word of God as it relates to our covenant right to divine health and divine healing. Shout hallelujah. So in this episode, we'll be taking some time to pray against the spirit of fear and to pray against the spirit of death. That's why I want you to share this message to every member of your family. Tell them to subscribe to Have Dominion Podcast and listen to all of this teaching series. You're going to need this message in this time that we are living in now. This manipulation with this virus, everyone is cooperating with the devil to destroy the lives and destinies of mankind, of human beings, God's children around the world. That's why you need to build your faith. Let everybody be on the same page. You don't have to bury anyone in your family. You don't have to lose anyone in your family when you can walk in divine health. In this episode, I will be teaching you how to walk in divine health. It is possible. It is possible to live sickness free. I know what I'm saying. I live a healthy life. Amen. It is possible to be sickness free. It is possible to be pain free. I'm going to teach you in this episode how to live that way. Father, in the name of Jesus, our eyes are on you. Our ears are open to hear from you. Speak again for your servants are listening. Lord, as your word come, the Bible said that he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. Father, Lord, as your word is coming, Lord, we shall be saved from our destruction. Lord, we shall be healed of every sickness and every disease. Every sickness under the sound of my voice shall bow out. In the name of Jesus, age-long diseases, sicknesses that flowed in the generation. In the name of Jesus, generational sicknesses. The sicknesses that are termed incurable, terminal diseases shall be destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare they are destroyed right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Child of God, I want to tell you this. With every sense of responsibility, you do not have to be sick. Do not be deceived. 
There is nothing normal about being sick. It is not okay to be sick every once in a while. It is not okay. There is nothing normal about sickness. Sickness is devilish. Sickness is never from God. You don't have to be sick to die. Somebody will be asking if I if I don't get sick, how am I going to die? You simply wear out. Amen. You simply wear out. You leave your spirit, leaves your body. You don't have to be sick to die. Our covenant father Abraham was not sick when he died. And by redemption, we have become partakers of the blessings of Abraham. The Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, which includes sicknesses, all kinds of sicknesses, which includes all kinds of struggles, poverty, spiritual death. Christ has redeemed us from that by being made a curse for us. Jesus was cursed for us. You know, for it is written, Christ is anyone that hangs on a tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come to us. Hallelujah. That we may be partakers of the blessings of Abraham. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ made it possible for us to enjoy the Abrahamic lifestyle of health and wealth. There was no record of Abraham being sick. The Bible says that Abraham was old and stricken in age, and the Lord has blessed him in everything, including health. Hallelujah. So, if you want to die, let God heal you first. Let the Lord heal you first. Receive your healing first, and then you can die. You can. You do not have to die of sicknesses and diseases. You can. There is a dignified way to die. I keep saying it, I'm not going to die by motor accident. I'm not going to die in the hospital. I'm not going to die sick. The Bible says, I shall have whatever I say. I will never die of sickness. I'm going to die a, an old man. <laughs> I'm going to die having fulfilled my days on the earth. The Bible says that with long life, God will satisfy me. In this episode, you're going to understand God's idea of long life. What does it mean to live long? Hallelujah. So you must fight every symptom with the force of faith, knowing that you are dealing with the devil himself. Every sickness is a sign of the finger of the devil around. So today you will learn how to lead a sickness-free life. Hallelujah. You must understand that divine health is superior to divine healing. We dealt with divine healing in the first two episodes. This time we are talking about the big brother. The big brother is divine health where you do not have to be sick anymore. That is God's best. Divine health is God's best. The Bible says that the spirit, the very spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that life-giving spirit is already living on the inside of you. You have dominion over untimely death. You have dominion over sickness and disease. You have dominion over coronavirus. You have dominion. Do not be deceived by what you hear in the news. Coronavirus is real. Sicknesses and diseases are real. But more real is our victory. <laughs> more real is our dominion. More real is our exemption from every plague. More real is our freedom, our dominion over sicknesses and diseases. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'll be giving you what I call keys to divine health. Keys to divine health. If you do these things, 
these are revealed to me by the Holy Spirit. They are not exclusive. These are the ones God has given me for this message. And I'm going to give you five keys. Five keys to working in divine health. Hallelujah. Number one key is think and speak divine health. Think and speak divine health. Turn your Bibles to the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. We read from verse 20 to 23. Proverbs chapter 4, 20 to 23. I read from here. Let me read from the Passion's Translation. From verse 20 to 23. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Feel your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirits. You have to feel your thoughts with the word of God until they penetrate deep into your spirit. As a result, then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Let me read it from another translation. Verse 22, it says, um, verse, uh, in Amplified uh, Bible Classic Edition, for they are life. The word of God is life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. The word of God imparts divine life. The word of God, Jesus Christ is the word of God. When you take in the word of God, you are taking in the life of God. And when the life of God settles, flows from your, your, your spirit man, it will overflow to your soul and to your body, imparting divine health. He says, then as you unwrap, as you take in the word of God, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Verse 23, so above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. What it means is, take, be careful what you allow in your heart. Be careful what you allow. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Feel your heart. Feel your heart. Feel your spirit, man. Feel your soul with the word of healing, with the word of God. When you feel, then out of the abundance of what you have felt, you speak life. Remember where we read in Mark chapter 20, 11, verse 23? Mark 11, 23. And 24. We'll not get tired of reading it. Mark 11, 23, verse 24. 23 to 24. He says, Jesus replied, Let the faith of God be in you. Listen to the to truth I speak to you. Whoever says to this mountain with great faith, do not and do not does not doubt. Mountain be lifted up and thrown into the midst of the sea, and believe that what he says will happen, it will be done. Verse 24, this is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayers. Be convinced that you have received it and you will have it. It will be yours. So whatever you speak, God is committed to perform. When you speak health, God performs it. 
Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the fountain of life himself. He lives on the inside of you. The Bible says in John chapter 10 verse 10, I have come to give you life and life in abundance. There's that abundant life. In John chapter 1 verse 4, it says, In him was life, and the life was light of men. Jesus Christ is that fountain of life. John chapter 1 verse 4. So that fountain lives on the inside of you. Acknowledge the presence of the life-giving spirit on the inside of you and speak life. Say, I cannot be sick. I refuse to be sick. I, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I have been healed. By the time you declare it, you keep declaring it. It keeps, The Bible says you shall have what you say. I keep saying it. I will live till I'm a very old man. Hallelujah. And I will be strong. I will not lose any of my teeth. I will not lose my memories. I will not lose my ability to walk. I will not be a liability to my family. I will not live on life support. <laughs> I say it, I will not go to jail. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I cannot be involved in an accident. Shout hallelujah. We, we, we must keep speaking life. If you don't speak life, automatically you have, there is no vacuum. It's either you are speaking life, amen, or you are speaking death, even without saying anything. If you speak life, you cancel death. Shout hallelujah. May God give you understanding in Jesus' name. Now, we must choose to let the fountain of life that is in our spirit flow out. It's a choice. Life is a choice. Life To live a healthy life is a choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Let's turn our Bibles there to the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 i'll read sorry deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 shout hallelujah 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 thank you jesus verse 19 of deuteronomy chapter 30 i call heaven and earth as witness today against you that i have said before you life and death blessing and cursing therefore choose life that both you and your descendant may live God has said before you life and death, and God is advising you to choose life, amen, so that you and your descendant may live. What is life? Life represents every good thing that Jesus died to purchase for us, amen. Life represents every good thing that Jesus died to purchase for us. Good health, for example, prosperity, for example, you know, Jesus died that you may have life, good health, financial prosperity, divine life. Amen. Freedom from sin. That is what life represents. Death, on the other hand, represents everything the devil does. Sicknesses, sin, poverty, misfortunes. So God has said before you, life and death, healing, health, prosperity, wellness, wholeness, protection, and death, sicknesses, diseases, sin, poverty, misfortune. God says, choose life. And we choose life or death by what we say, whether consciously or unconsciously. We choose life or death by the words of our mouth. That is how we choose life. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. We choose life or death by the words of our mouth. Proverbs 18, verse 21. You know, if you're you in South Africa, there's a former president that was, uh, that had been sentenced to, I think, 15 months imprisonment. That man has been saying he's not afraid to go to jail. He has been speaking imprisonment over his life for years. 
Amen. He does not have to go to jail. He simply did not honor an invitation to appear in court. That is a very simple thing that should you know he would have avoided going to jail. I don't know if he's going to go to jail. This is Africa. We live in Africa. Amen. I don't know what is going to happen. But the fact is that as at yesterday, I don't know what's happening now. He has been sentenced to imprisonment. He has been saying that why would you co- I as a preacher, I do not confess going to prison. I do not confess it. Amen. Amen. You don't have to go to jail for Jesus. You do not have to die for Jesus. You, sh- you of course you should be willing to die if 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 it warrants dying. But I'm not going to speak that over my life. I'm not going to go to jail. I'm not going to be molested, harassed by the police. No. 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 I'm not going to struggle in the ministry. No. As you are saying it, as I'm saying it, I'm choosing life. I am choosing life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you must speak these words. I cannot be sick. Amen. When you speak the word of of God over your health, angels go to work immediately to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Angels go to work immediately. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 that angels are ministering spirit. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Sent forth to minister for those who shall be heirs of salvation. Angels are sent to serve us. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 103 verse 20. Psalms 103 verse 20. Angels are standing by. You have angels assigned unto you. They are waiting for you to speak life so that they can bring it to pass. They are waiting for you to speak healing so they can bring healing to manifest in your life. They are waiting for you to speak favor, to speak abundance, prosperity. Whatever you say that is in line with the word of God, angels take them up and make sure they happen. Hallelujah. Proverbs, uh, Psalm chapter 103, verse 21. Uh, Okay, let's read verse 20 to 21. He says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word. Angels do, they bring the word of God to pass in your life. Heeding to the voice of his words, by the time you declare, by his stripes I am healed. Healing is mine. I am walking in divine health. Angels take them and they run with it. And they run with it. And they run with it to bring them to pass in your life. So if you want to walk in divine health, you must never speak sickness. You must never speak sickness over you. I am too big. I keep saying it. I do not participate in coronavirus. I have no business with coronavirus. Coronavirus cannot come to my household. Coronavirus cannot come to my family. Nobody in my family will be infected with the virus. I keep saying that the angels act on it. So if you don't want sickness, don't speak sickness. If you want divine health, speak divine health. Don't speak persecution. Don't speak, I know I'm a Christian, they're going to persecute me at my workplace. No, no, do not speak persecution. Don't say what you don't want to see because you will see what you say. Don't say what you do not want to see because you will have what you say. You will see what you say. You will see what you say. Don't say what you don't want to see. Amen. Don't even say what is happening. Say what you want to happen. If you are broke, don't say I am broke. Say 
by God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And angels go to work. Do not speak lack. Don't speak lack and you will not have lack. Don't speak death and you will not have death. Number two, how do you work in divine health? Number two key to divine health is think and speak long life. Think and speak long life. Think and speak long life. If you want to... <laughs> oh, shaka. Ledebobalasika. Shoko balidandeleka. Radesu ambredo si brandakatugele. Arade ezuzu apa ebrene shina. Right now, the Bible says that Jesus is one that holds the key of life and death. Not the devil. Child of God. Aligi abrado azia. I am the one that holds the key of life and death, says the Lord. And I hold it in your favor. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak divine life, long life. I come against the spirit of death. If you have anyone in the ICU, let this message play. Send this message to that person. If you have any loved one in the hospital, if you know any colleague of yours that is plagued by the deadly virus, COVID and all of his variants. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit of death now. You spirit of death, take your hands off all of my listeners. Take your hands off right now. Take your hands off the members of the family. Everyone under the sound of my voice have been appointed to die. I cancel that satanic appointment now. In the name of Jesus, declare with me, I shall not die but live. Say it three times. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The moment you said that, the angels of God went to work to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Think and speak long life. Our biblical lifespan, according to Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. Genesis chapter 6 verse 3 is 120 years. 120 years. That's your biblical lifespan. Hallelujah. Let me read it. Genesis chapter 6 verse 3. Jesus himself said, not 70 years, not 80 years. God himself spoke. He says, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet, his days shall be 120 years. 120 years is God's idea of long life. Shout hallelujah. God has made provision to satisfy you with long life so that you will live a long life. God said, I will satisfy you with long life. Psalm chapter 91 verse 16. Psalm 91 verse 16. Psalms chapter 91 Verse 16, let's read it together. There's power in reading the word of God. Psalms chapter 91, verse 16. Don't forget, share this message with every member of your family, every friend, every colleague, every believer you know. We need to be prepared in this season. We need to have our faith, the faith our faith for divine health and divine healing, strengthened and built up to withstand every assault of the devil on our health. The Bible says, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Long life, what is long life? Long life is 120 years. I will satisfy him. It means you will be alive until you are satisfied. Nothing is permitted to take cut down your life. 
if you can take if you want to take 70 years it's up to you you speak 70 years you have it if you want 80 years if you are satisfied with 80 years you take 80 years if you are satisfied with 90 you take 90 if you are satisfied at 100 you say lord i want to go home with long life i will satisfy you so nothing has the right to cut short your life speak long life speak long life think long life have plans of what you'll be doing when you are 80 have plans of what you'll be doing when you are 90 have plans of what you'll be doing in 100 years see yourself living long declare it god has promised to take sickness away from you exodus 23 25 and 26 exodus 23 25 and 26 it says if they if they serve the Lord, He will take away sickness. He will bless their bread and their water. He will bless your bread and your water. He will take away sickness from you. He will take away miscarriage from you. He said, and the number of your days I will fulfill. Shout hallelujah. God will fulfill the number of your days. So think and speak long life and you will enjoy good health. Number three key to divine health is to walk in love and be quick to forgive people when they offend you. If you do not walk in love, if you bear grudges against people, if you are angry with people, if you refuse to forgive people, you will not enjoy good life. Mark, remember Mark 11, 24? You said, when is, okay, let's read it again. I don't get tired of reading Mark 11, 24. If you want to enjoy long life, walk in love, be quick to forgive. Be quick to forgive your offenders. When you forgive people, you forgive people is for your own good. Amen. Nelson Mandela said, unforgiveness is like drinking a poison and expecting another person to die. That's what Nelson Mandela said. Mark 11:24 says, therefore I say to you, okay, 23, talks about, you, you know, if you speak to the mountain and do not doubt, you should, okay, let's read it. For assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, what things soever you ask when you pray, <laughs> believe that you receive them and you will have them. Verse 25, we don't always read verse 25. Jesus was still preaching the same sermon. He said, and whenever he stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Verse 26, But if you do not forgive, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your trespasses. If you do not forgive, God will not forgive you. Unforgiveness, unforgiveness limits the effect of your words of faith. If you do not forgive, your faith will be limited. The impact of your faith will be limited. The answers to your prayers will be limited. Shout hallelujah. Forgive. Walk in love. Walk in love. Walk in love. Be quick to repent. If you sin, you open doors to the devil to come afflict you with sickness. So you must be quick to repent. First John chapter 1 verse 9 says, If you confess your sin, God is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen. If you fall into sin as a believer, ask God to forgive you. And if you are not born again, you do not have protection. You do not have protection over coronavirus. You do not have insurance. You are not safe. If you are not saved, you are not safe. If you are not born again, you are taking a risk. You will die. Satan has the right to kill you. 
if you're not born again. That's why you must give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Don't say being born again is for boring people. It's for boring people. No, one day you will wish you were born again, but it will be too late. It may be too late. One day is appointed unto man once to die. After that, the judgment. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. That was my memory verse when I was a kid. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. Well, immediately you die. You will stand in front of God alone by yourself to give account of your life. If you want to give your life to Jesus, it's very easy. If you want to become born again, it's very easy. Jesus Christ died for you on the cross. He paid for your sins already. On the third day, God raised him from the dead. If you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and you confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, according to the Bible, you will be saved. So right now, I want to give you an opportunity. If you are not born again or you used to be born again and something happened and you went back to the world, you can say this prayer after me. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe you died for me. And on the third day, you rose again. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, because I am now born again. If you say that prayer, congratulations, you are born again. You now qualify for everything that Jesus has to give. Hallelujah. So walk in love. If you sin from now, ask God to forgive you. And he'll forgive you and cleanse you and you get going. Hallelujah. Number four key to walking in divine health is live a joyful life. Live a joyful life. According to Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23, Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23, one of the fruit of the Spirit, one of the things that you have by virtue of the Holy Spirit being in you as a child of God, when you receive Jesus, when you become born again, the Holy Spirit comes into you. You have the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, patience, kindness, goodness. Amen. Joy is one of those things that you have. So to be joyful is a choice. It's a choice. You choose. Whenever you are sad, you choose to be sad. Philippians chapter 4, from verse 4 to 9, read it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 9. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 to 18. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 to 18. From this scripture, Apostle Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord. Always. And again I say rejoice. He said, Rejoice evermore. It means to rejoice is a command. You are commanded to be joyful. Why? Because you can. God will not ask you to do things that you cannot do. You are commanded to be joyful. Child, hallelujah. Now I tell you this with every sense of responsibility. Satan gives you several reasons to be sad. He will remind you of your problems. He reminds you of things that are not happening in your life yet. Amen. Once you buy that suggestion from the devil, once you buy them, he afflicts you. So Satan gives you several reasons to be sad because it gives him access to your life to bring sickness and depression. When you are sad, you open yourself to sicknesses and depression. Let's turn our Bibles to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Proverbs 17, verse 22. I will read from the... The Passion's Translation, Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Hallelujah. It says, A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing 
to both body and soul. But the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. If your heart is crushed and you are sad, you are not joyful, you will struggle with sicknesses and diseases and depression. So Satan goes about reminding you of things that are not working in your life because he wants to afflict you with sicknesses and diseases and depression. If you are not joyful, you will be sick. You will be depressed. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 25. Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 25. Shout hallelujah. It says, anxious fear brings depression, but a life-giving word of encouragement can do wonders to restore joy to the heart. Let me read from another translation. Hallelujah. ICB says, Children's Bible, International Children's Bible, worry makes a person feel as if he's carrying a heavy load, but a kind word cheers up a person. Amen. So don't be worried. If you are worried, uh, the Good News Translation says that worry can rob you of happiness. Um, the uh, CSB says anxiety in a person's heart weighs him down. Hallelujah. The Amplified Bible Classic Edition says anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. Refuse anxiety. Refuse anxiety. Refuse to be anxious. Um, again, in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. That's why God says you must cast your cares upon him. Don't be anxious. If you're anxious, you'll be sick. Cast all your problems on the Lord, for he cares for you. Get my message on don't worry, be happy. Get it. Get that message. It's there on my podcast. Get it, it titled, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Amen. You will learn how to live a joyful life. Praise the Lord. Um, Proverbs 15 verse 13. A cheerful heart, cheerful heart, puts a smile on your face, on your face, but a broken heart leads to depression. A broken heart leads to depression. Most illnesses have psychological origin. If you are down emotionally, your immune system will go down with it. If you are sad, your immune system goes down. Hallelujah. So if you want to live a healthy life, you must live a joyful life. And joy, to be joyful, is a choice. And finally, the fifth key to working in divine health is give and receive healing. Amen. You reap whatever you sow, including healing. When you exercise your faith for other people's healing, it impacts on your own faith for divine health by giving you a superiority mentality over sicknesses and diseases. When you pray for other people, it means you are exercising dominion over sickness for other people. It impacts you with superiority mentality over sicknesses and diseases. In Mark chapter 16, you remember that uh, the Bible says we shall lay our hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you Pray for other people to be healed. You work in divine health. So if you want to live in divine health, be always be quick to pray for the sick. If you see the sick, lay hands on them. If you see anybody who is sick in your family, lay hands. Pray, intercede. Intercede for your friends, your colleagues when they are sick. Send them a voice note. Pray for them. When you give healing, 
you receive healing. Now, as I conclude, how do you keep your healing? Because whenever you receive your healing, Satan always tries to bring the, the sickness back. You know, as surely as dust comes back whenever you clean your house, after cleaning the dust, later that day you see dust again. That is how symptoms try to come back. Whenever you get healed, a man of God prays for you, a powerful man of God, you got healed in a crusade, the symptoms will definitely want to come back. Satan will definitely want to bring back the symptom. How do you stay healthy? How do you maintain your healing? You must learn how to resist the devil. When the symptom comes, you say no. Remember in the first episode, go play it again. How do you deal with symptoms? You resist the symptom. You curse it. Say, Satan, I resist you. You cannot bring sickness back on me again. I rebuke you, sickness. I command you to die. Amen. Amen. And you speak by his stripes, I am healed. I am healed forever. You keep speaking. Resist the devil and he shall flee away from you. That is how to keep your healing. Keep your healing. You keep your healing by you maintain your healing by speaking life, by resisting every symptom, cursing every symptom. In the name of Jesus, how do you keep your healing? You keep your healing by giving it away. Give healing to other people. Pray for other people who are sick and you will live a healthy life. Hallelujah. I believe with these three teachings in this series, you are equipped to walk in divine health. You will not be sick another day of your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you. I pray for healing. Every healing you have received is permanent in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree you shall not die. You shall live and declare the works of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Go to our website. You, we have a lot of good materials for you on our website. Absolutely free of charge. I've written five books as at the time of recording this podcast. I have five books available for free download on our website, go to dominioncommission.org, dominioncommission.org, or simply search for um, Samuel Odo. Amen. Search for Samuel Odo on Google. God has lifted me that if you search for my name, you see me on the internet, a lot of my materials. You may search for Samuel Odo or search for Have Dominion Podcasts. Have Dominion Podcasts by Samuel Odo. you find all... It will give you access link to my website. Our website is dominioncommission.org. You will see it on the, the banner of this um, podcast. Amen. Dominioncommission.org. Also, if you want to give, we want to take our message, the message God has given us, the message of dominion, to every available platform. We want to take it to radio stations and subsequently to TV. So we we appreciate your partnership with us. If you want to give, feel free to give. There's no pressure. No amount is too big. No amount is too small. God lays to how to give us a million dollar. Amen. There's a lot we can do with a million dollar. We've got plans. We don't really share our needs on 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 air. Amen. But the ministry uh, will do with any amount God lays in your heart to give. Amen. Give. There's an anointing on inc- of increase on my life. As you give into my ministry, that anointing comes on you automatically. Give and it shall be given unto you good measure. Press down, shaking together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. I pray for your finances right now in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Anyone that has it in his heart to give, 
He said, God, if you bless me, I will give to this ministry. In the name of Jesus, I command that blessing to come your way now. In the name of Jesus, I curse the devourer. I rebuke the devourer. I pray for open doors for finances. In the name of Jesus, receive financial favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, for all the ones that have been given, all of our partners, I speak blessings over you, over your finances. I speak increase. I speak expansion in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Don't forget, subscribe to this channel. Share this podcast with all your friends, your colleagues, and your loved ones. And God will bless you as you do that in Jesus' name. Be blessed. I love you. And don't forget, you have dominion in Jesus' name. Amen.